Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Dave. And we're the hosts of the Chasing Tomorrow podcast, where we bring you stories that delve into the science and spirit behind intriguing people doing extraordinary things. Welcome to the Chasing Tomorrow podcast. This week, it's episode 110. On this week's episode, I am super excited because I get to talk to one of my favorite people. I didn't even know her a while back. And then when I was running across Canada only three or four weeks ago, I ended up running with her just north of, of Montreal. Her name is Hélène Dumay. And for you, for you of the, those of you who do not know this name, she's the first woman to ever finish the Infinitus 888-kilometer race. She did so back in 2018. Hélène is up to a lot of really cool things. Uh, most recently is, is coaching and inspiring others to do really hard things as well too. Ultimately, to view her you know, incredible long list of wins and accomplishments, just go to hélèneperformance.net. Um, you know, like I said, she's a coach. She's a badass. She's a true, true inspiration. Please welcome me uh, on welcoming Hélène Dumay to the Chasing Tomorrow podcast. How are you doing, Hélène? Hi guys, thanks for uh, having me on the on the podcast. Pleasure to have you and uh, I'm sure a lot of us are envious that you got to spend a little bit of time with Dave on the road. Uh, see oh. what that experience was like. We'll probably catch up with that concept in a little bit, but you know, it's really good for our listeners to get to know a little more about you, you know, where did you start? How did this all sort of develop? Was it obvious when you were younger? You know, were you like a big track star in high school or a late bloomer? Tell us a little bit of your story. Sure. Uh, I'd like to call myself more an adventurer in the, in the spirit than a runner. Uh, I was more attracted to nature, conquering mountains, more than the sport of running. I actually, I was, I was uh, not going to my physical education uh, classes as a teenager. <laughs> I was more into arts, so uh, singing, dancing, all that kind of uh, stuff. And uh, but I always had a, an interest in health, fitness. You know, I was backpacking and reading book on nutrition, throwing them away and picking another one. Um, that was my kind of reading as a teenager. <laughs> And um, so I knew, I knew at some point, well, so I, I knew doing exercise was, was good, was a good thing. So I was just going up on Mount Royal in Montreal where I, I currently live and uh, just doing my 30 minutes run. And one thing led to another, I wanted to go into more the single track uh, trails and I registered for 10K not even knowing what I was getting myself into. And I had so much fun. And then I got to the, the finish line and they say, hey, congratulations, you're the first woman. I'm like, whoa, okay, <laughs> there must be a mistake. Hmm. My parents were there that, and my dad asked me, since when do you run? <laughs> I said, well, I think uh, this is something I have to explore more. So 10K became 21, become 50. And so the more, the longer I was in nature, in the woods, in the trail, the better I was. So uh, it led me to 100Ks, 200Ks, and the longest, 888 kilometer. Yeah. So Helen, when you say, you know, the longer that you were, you know, kind of out in the woods, you know, it sounds like you were, you were exploring, you were discovering, you were, you were curious, um, you know, the better that you got, what do you mean? Do you, do you, do you, do you, do you mean that you, you, you felt better, you were felt more alive, or did you feel that, you know, you really excelled the further that you, that you went? Uh, well, two things. It was, I was, uh, I'm very curious. So to me, to explore what the human being are capable of, that was something up to this day, like my 10 last year of competition was mainly that, what is it? What's more, just I'm fascinating by that, you know? So I was not necessarily chasing something or running away from something, just being in there. Wow, this is fascinating. And the first time I challenged myself, not even on, in a, on a sport level, but more a personal growth level. And then, you know, you go over that, wall that obstacle and you discover wow new possibilities you're like man i want to do that more so i was more looking 
into uh, getting myself into challenges. So, hey, what's on the other side? So often people, you know, will ask us, like, why do you do that? <laughs> why do you run so long? Well, again, to me, it's almost accessory. The long part of it is more, more as a challenge. Okay, this race, let's say, was in Nicaragua with Volcano and... So, okay, that's a new challenge. I want to see what am I, what human beings are capable to do in this environment, for example. And so to go back to your question, which was? <laughs> which was, you know, when it, when, when it came to getting out on the single track and going further, did you find that you were, it made you happier or did you find that you were just physically excelling at it or both? Right, thank you. So one reason, because I was excelling at it, I just kept going like, hey, mm -hmm. that's fun. Why not? Uh, so that's one side. The other side was I was not seeking or feeling happier. It was more uh, the way I explain it. I'm very kinesthetic. I like to feel, to experience mm. things. And so to me, um, being a human, and I believe, so I believe what's our natural design is, is to be in our natural environment, nature, and explore. And, you know, being autonomous with our mean, so moving forward at the speed of a human being. So to me, it was just being in, being in my element, mm -hmm. full expression and feeling alive. Not that I was not, not feeling alive if I'm not in nature, but like, hey, I'm breathing. It's my leg working. Mm -hmm. I'm going there on my own mean. This is fantastic experience mm -hmm. that experiencing as well, you know, nature. So sky, mountains, the water, the air, everything. So you started, so it's interesting, you know, of course, you, you run this first 10K, you have this great success without even really knowing what you're doing. And you keep developing, you're finding this <clears throat> spirit that makes you want to do this. Um, what do you think, you know, because as someone listens, right, they're always like, you know, well, I don't know how I get to these places. Was there anything that was going on that made you more inclined in a way to appreciate what you were doing? You know, were you going to more beautiful places? Were you exploring lots of unique uh, venues? You know, what was there something that helped accelerate that feeling as you were exploring uh well so being curious and so wanting to explore was a, a big driver and so quickly I, I mean, let's say yeah i did a you know couple two or three 10 k's um well as soon the next the second year i did one half marathon and trail and then i jumped to 50 and then that one was, was, was great, still in Quebec, where I am. Um, and then, okay, I want to explore the world. So that was also a way to travel. So I did enjoy, I was searching, seeking that. So Australia, the beautiful uh, British Columbia, um, Nicaragua, mm -hmm. Hong Kong, <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. England. I've been everywhere for that. And mm -hmm. so that was me. A big part of the challenges, why I picked them, because first, either it's they're super small, unique, like it's very niche, like nobody knows about these challenges. Some they don't, they don't call them races. It's like it's a challenge. You just show up. So the more uh, discreet they are, the more I'm interested. I'm curious about them. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so as well exploring and interestingly if i can jump to that uh, like today i'm kind of taking a pause this year of competing after 10 years non-stop and it's a first for me and it took me a, um, a good moment to reflect to identify what was there for me because i slowly after completing uh, the infinitus triple uh, eight in 2018 slowly uh, my, I wouldn't say my interest, yeah, maybe my interest in races slow down, mm. but it's only today, like five, six or seven years, almost five, five years later that 
oh, I get, I, I can pinpoint what is it, is that uh, it hit me when um, actually I was doing a race in Hong Kong, 300 kilometer in autonomy uh, in 2019, right before the pandemic. And um, I wasn't there the first 100K and I was not having fun. I was almost like pissed off, frustrated. Like there was many things going on in my life, personal life at the same time. So that was of course all mixed up, but I was like, why am I here? What's the point of running another 300K? I've done the, you know, I've done the length, I've done the exotic, I've done the night, the cold, the rain, the everything. It would be just repeating and just going to work. Um, so it became clear to me. So I was first curious, is it because I don't like to run anymore? <laughs> uh, but no, I love running. I'm a runner <laughs> in yeah, my heart yeah. and in my soul. It's just, I'm not getting what I was getting before was uh, growth, uh, exploration, mm -hmm. you know, um, again, knowledge about human being uh, in those, uh, in these concept, contexts. And so that was a shift. Um, yeah. This and I find that, you know, I find that, you know, that and that's a really, great topic to bring up because i think a lot of people seem to think that people that win and and not only just win but but win on the biggest stages um like yourself you know typically have this drive and they just keep kind of chopping away at the same thing but yet you know what you're telling me and what i notice as well too with 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 other kind of exceptional endurance athletes is the shift changes a little bit over time where your interest um with one item of uh, in the sport will kind of a, um, shift and adapt and, and move into something else sometimes we need a bit of a break uh, in order to you know be even better understand you know what those shifts and 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 new desires and wants and and you know the fact that you might be frustrated with something and or not getting something else out of whatever you're doing sometimes you need time but sometimes you also need some some professional advice in order to to get yourself there or you know or friends to talk to talk about this this with you know what was maybe what was you know your avenue um it, it sounds like over a period of time you just you know kept doing the same things but noticed you know weren't you weren't feeling the same fire that you once felt but you know, were you talking to you know running friends? Were you talking to even a psychologist? Um, you know, were you were you getting advice or getting help, or, or where, was there an abrupt moment where you thought, okay, you know what, this feels different, and I'm just going to need to to jump into something different? What, what what was your what was your avenue? Right. So after Infinitus, let's say I was uh, in a boot <laughs> in a cast for uh, six weeks, so it. It took me, it gave me that time to actually just, uh, well, recover, but, you know, take, take it all in what, what just happened. And I was going into a professional venture, opening a gym. Uh, at that time, I was living in the, in the U.S. So I was mainly busy with that, and that was okay. But it was, I was challenged with, okay, I want to pick back up training. Um, now with, I was you know, uh, full-time managing the gym, which, which was new for me. So it took a, more of my time than before because I always worked for myself and I was working for someone else, which I did love. But uh, hey, how am I going to get my project, my running stuff in? And so I, I kind of gave myself that time of reflection. You know, I've, I've trained myself over the years, like maybe the past 15 years I've been exposed to coaching professional coaching and so I've developed some some skills of self-coaching to all right you know what's there identify what is there what's the what's what's the the source and you know what's the impact on myself what's the impact on other around me blah 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 and so uh I realized I love I want to keep running but I need a bigger purpose than just running for a medal. <laughs> mm -hmm. I've done it, you know, too many times now. All right, <laughs> like I want to make a difference uh, in the world. And so I, I came up with the idea of creating a running series, expedition, uh, running expedition series 
that I call run running with the run with the purpose. It's still one of my projects on the back burner hmm. to now create, you know, a bit kind of what you did, Dave, with you know, your project of running across um, Canada. Where but so to me, let's say okay, I'm putting it out there because I'm open to anyone who would want to jump in that project. I would like to run or create the run of the butterfly, monarch butterfly migration. Oh, cool. It's an endangered species. And so we could help by educating at the same time along the, 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 the trip. So this is just an example of one of the, you know, project running expedition project, which, which has a, which would have a purpose. So either uh, oriented with uh, uh, environmental or, you know, uh, humanitarian, for example. Mm -hmm. Long yeah, story so short. Yeah, yeah, go on. It's interesting because, you know, of course, uh, and you referenced Dave's planning and the effort that he put in in the same with what you've been going on. I think there's sometimes where there's this one side of, you know, sort of living an inspired life where it, it's just the activities that we do. And the other is, you know, when we try and set out some big goals, now that you're becoming a coach and spending more time trying to help people achieve their goals. I think that a lot start off with relatively practical approach, right? You know, teach me things I don't know. And then from there, what you hope is that they find the spirit of what really is what keeps us going, not just because you have a plan, right? Because you have this, you feel different. Uh, right. Have you, you know, in your coaching, have you worked through that with people or thinking about how to, you know, because you've gone through it and you've seen others to guide people in that direction? Yes. And this is my, my favorite part. I like to say that I work with athletes. Of course, most of the athletes that I attract are uh, long distance trail runner, <laughs> but I'm open to anybody. Um, and uh, I'd like to take the time with them to, for them to understand you're an athlete, but under the athlete, you're a human being. Mm -hmm. And this is the human being we're coaching. Right. It's easy to train the athlete. Just uh, here's your plan. <laughs> you know, of course, we, with the detail you gave me about, about you, but here's the plan. Execute. Now, what matters, what's where the difference can happen, the breakthrough or the magic is coaching the human being mm -hmm. behind. So who's that person? What's what's their vision in life? Where they want to go? Why? What's their why? What's their struggle? What's their perspective? Um, and so this is where often, you know, our coaching call will start about <laughs> talking about, you know, the, the running intervals, but we will end up talking about, hey, you know, <laughs> I'm challenged in my relationship or I feel uh, undervalued at work and this is impacting my motivation to go to the gym and do my training. Boom, boom, boom. So... This is the, the interesting part of it. Well, I find, Elan, you know, to jump in there, um, you know, it's, I find it so fascinating, you know, like you and, and Joe, I've, I've been in the running world for quite some time and, you know, and not only looking upon other people and, and some of their, you know, baggage or some of their, you know, you know, uh, you know exceptionalisms uh, that they bring into their sport or how, who they are in life it's all translated in their athletic endeavors. And so it, I find it interesting that, you know, most people, and I would be curious to hear your point on this, most people want to go to a running coach and think, okay, they're just going to give me a, a, a physiological plan, you know, okay, we're going to do zone four training, we're going to develop the heart to be able to pump this much blood, and we're going to develop the strength in the tissues to be able to handle this much load, and I'm going to run a marathon well. You know, and, and most people seem to think, okay, that's what running coaching is. But in myself personally, and, and I would be curious to hear your, your, your view on this is, you know, yeah, those things are important, right? But what is more important is your ideas, views, ideologies, your thought patterns, all those things that you bring into your exercise is ultimately what you get out. And so what you're telling me is, 
is that, that, okay, yeah, we understand the physiological approach. We understand, you know, that, you know, there needs to be some strength training when it comes to trail running. Like we, we know that for sure, but it doesn't stop there. In fact, it starts there. And now it's going to be more or less about, um, okay, who are you as an individual and, and, and why do you really want to obtain this goal? Is, is that, was that what I'm hearing? Yeah, exactly. So, cool. um, uh, the word coach or coaching, of course, is used uh, in many different ways today. Slowly, the profession of professional coaching is, you know, getting more of a known. So, again, coaching comes from, uh, the, the term comes from the sport environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was more, it was more, yes, you know, do this, do that, <laughs> motivation. Mm-hmm. That's let's say sport coaching, but professional coaching, which like today I can't, I'm kind of blending, you know, my knowledge from what I call, let's say trainer, running trainer and professional coaching where, um, cause yeah, it's all inter- uh, inter- intertwined. Mm-hmm. So when yeah. you, uh, so you've been on this journey, it's been, you know, certainly rewarding to both have some success in the running world and now in the coaching world. And then you interact with this character called Dave Proctor, who went on his own journey for however many years we want to give him credit for at least four relative to this, but it could have been 10 years ago, he imagined running across Canada. We don't really know. Yeah, I think it's sort of fun for you to get a chance to like almost ask him a couple of questions yourself as a coach. What would you want to know from Dave that, you know, both of what you experienced and where he is in his life and any advice you could give him? I'm helping him out here. Mm. <laughs> well, you on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I felt privileged uh, and I'm very grateful that I got to meet you, like not in a coffee shop, but while you were running across Canada. So it's a very, you probably share that too, that we're in a very open, vulnerable state when we run, especially a project like, 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 like running across Canada. And so when I met you, it was just, uh, you know, snap of a finger, we were on the same page. I'm like, this is great. I love this guy. <laughs> we had a lot in common, absolutely. Yes, we think alike. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the same interest uh, for that. So running is, is kind of our, uh, our way to uh, move forward. But, uh, I'm looking for a word. Um, Connect. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, it's our vessel, sorry. Yeah. Mm. Running is our vessel in life, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but so to, to, to allow, discovering those seas those islands we're going to meet those pirates or people <laughs> we're going to meet on mm-hmm. those seas and so um uh definitely when i met you there uh i, w- I thought myself would i run across canada mm-hmm. the uh the, the the competitive uh person that i am and like seeking challenges i definitely thought of it now I got back to my recent breakthrough of like, hey, you know what? Going, uh, running challenge, just running for running. Uh, I'm, I'm not there right now. Um, and so I would be curious to hear where you are today. I don't know, you mm-hmm. may have shared already on the podcast or somewhere else, but I, I recall when you did complete it, you use, you know, pe- uh, media asked you, would you go run a race? And you said, oh, I should, you know, I, I'm at best of my fitness, definitely. And so probably, yes, you were welcoming the break, but mm-hmm. I'm curious to see today, where, where, where do you stand? Yeah, you know, it's every, you know, I'm, yeah, I've been asked that question a lot and every week I answer differently. Because you know, I think that there's a, a period of time where, you know, you are you're processing everything and you know, at certain times you feel like, oh, no, I need to go do something. 
you know, and other times you feel, no, this is enough. You know, I'll be honest with you. The other day I got thinking about Russia, you know, and it was just ridiculous. I'm not, I'm not, you know, you know and I know this being put out, I'm not running across yeah. Russia, but I thought about it. I said, you know, what's bigger than Canada, you know, because, you know, it came, you know, it, it was brought into my attention that as of Eastern Alberta, I, my run was the longest and fastest run in human history, which, you know, then you're like, oh my goodness. Okay. I need to do more. Well, at what point is there not more? At what point is that enough? And, you know, I never really took on Canada because I wanted you know, to go and find the, the end. I wanted to go and find myself and I did. And so it was an incredible journey in which I learned a lot about myself. And I don't know if I could really go upon doing another journey like this and learn more. So what now, what I'm doing, what I'm learning right now to, to answer your question, Alain, mm -hmm. is I'm accepting that this is enough that you know every, the next run that i do is going to be for a very different purpose and right. i don't know what that is going to be yet and what's wonderful is that i can't run i can't run probably until the end of the calendar year because my foot is a lot worse than i thought and so it's going to take me a lot longer to recover from this so how am i doing today um i'm doing better day by day where you know coming down off of the high um yeah, it's, it's an uncomfortable feeling sometimes. And you have to kind of unpack all the, all the things, but yet, you know, I'm, you know, there's, there's a, a Dr. Seuss quote. I know, I know we're, we're going to go there. Um, there's a Dr. Seuss quote and it said, don't be sad that it's over. Be happy that you had the experience. And mm -hmm. I'm happy that I had the experience. I'm not sad that it's over. I'm rather enjoying the break and and you know, eating salad. I love I love eating salad. I didn't do that for 67 days. <clears throat> and so yeah, you know, to answer your question, yeah, Ellen, that's that's that. But don't you think, and Ellen, to your people, your coach or anyone yourself for that matter, that this is sort of what gets characterized in moments like this is a concentration of points that are hard to sometimes see because life is not so precise. You know, you don't really see what's happening. The only thing that I think that we are all learning as we go through the journeys is whatever you did is done. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, like you can win the Stanley Cup and you're only a Stanley Cup winner for maybe less than a year because someone else is going to take it from you. And you, But then you're like, oh, but I did win the Stanley Cup. So I guess that was good, but I don't have it now. Mm -hmm. You have to sort of work your way into that if you want to ever get to what if we wanted to use Maslow in self-actualization, it's actually the comfort with that. It isn't always, you know, Dave kept saying this over and over again, it wasn't striving and that he was seeking. It was just completing the experience. You happen to just do it in a record time and you have a record and your name will be in the books and all of that. But if we get stuck there, then we miss the whole sort of point of life, right? Which is that it is these moments and we're only living in the present and not in the past or the future in the moment. And so that reconciliation is really important and not sort of punishing ourselves because we haven't done the thing next. And mm -hmm. I think that China, like, so you have someone who wants to run under a three hour marathon and, you know, there is some point where you can't go any faster. And so like you have to, do you talk to people about that in coaching or you said you might even be writing a book one day, bringing some of these insights to that? Yeah, you bring a, a great point, Joe. Um, it's, it's, it is important to identify for ourselves when we take on a challenge like that. Uh, to be clear, you know, why are we, are we looking to gain something? Mm -hmm. Um, and so I like the way you, you, you share that, Dave. You know, you didn't go out there. You said you learned, you found yourself, you grow. Uh, so, but you are not, you know, I want to gain that, uh, something that it's not there. 
and even the record again record is accessory let's say mm -hmm. and this, this is the beauty about it <laughs> yeah it happened absolutely it happened yeah. right i mean you took on the challenge to break the record mm -hmm. but then to be able to break it you got yourself back to the now moment with yourself which is the where where the growth is where the, the you know the, the real gain is and so um, I did ask myself that to uh, go back to you, Joe, when, uh, you know, I'm five years, I don't know, after Infinitus. And so this success or however we want to see it is old now. So I'm no more that. Mm. So this has been challenging sometimes. Uh, right, right. When I did complete it, I was what I got. People ask, ask us often, you know, so what do you get now? What do you get out of? completing or succeeding well to me i found peace peace with myself i was so peaceful mm -hmm. like kind of no more i don't i proved to myself that i was able to do that for me that was a okay so i'm worth it <laughs> and to me because we all have our own story and to me is i'm worth mm. living i'm worth being loved that's mm. how deep it is for me right and so after that it was almost kind of okay i got it now <laughs> i got it <laughs> mm -hmm. i got it with myself i'm allowed to be loved i'm allowed to be alive i'm worth it all right and mm -hmm. so but it, you know i needed to do it to 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 get it and so after that i was just at peace like everything nothing, nothing can bother me nothing <laughs> But slowly, you know, this, this uh, feast fade away, you know, life goes on. All right. So we don't want to stop there. And it may happen to a lot of professional athletes, you know, when they stop their career, professional career, uh, who am I becoming now? You know, I'm nobody now that I'm going, floating further away from my success. Well, here's another great opportunity to grow <laughs> mm -hmm. that, no, you're not you're not all these podium <laughs> you're if you go towards these medal or podium or achievement to gain something you're missing the point because you're we're already whole everything mm -hmm. is uh, is in there so i like the way you know you worded dave you went out there to uh, how did you say it to search for yourself yeah to, to find, find yourself Find mm -hmm. yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So, meaning you're all, you're already there. You mm -hmm. were already there. You when that was, you know, I remember we were talking as well too about the dragon when we were running, weren't we? And you know, we talked about the dragon because it's, you know, seeing this dragon in the distance, being as confident and as capable and as powerful and as you know, not afraid of anything. Um, you know, and that distance between the dragon that where I am and, and where he is flying up in the air is entirely up to me uh, because I'm already all of those things. But that distance is the distance that we create. And so, you know, ultimately, Elan, you, you're, in a, you're in a really beautiful spot. You're in, a, you're in a really great spot because I think that a lot of athletes would come to um, coaches like you and that you've had tremendous success in the things that they want to do well at. And a lot of the time, and, you know, they, I, and I could say this only because people come to me and I'm not even a coach, but they say, Dave, what's the secret sauce? Like, what did you do in order to get there? And can you teach me these things? Can you tell me these things? What, what do I need to do? And, you know, there is some pretty basic physiological stuff like fueling habits and strategies. There's strength training. There's, you know, pacing strategies and all that stuff. But ultimately, you know, I guess what you're telling me and Joe and our audience is that, you know, your happiness isn't found on the podium. Your happiness is found with a journey in order to get to where somewhere you want to be and doing hard things and ultimately uncovering your own personal strength, your own personal beauty, your own, your own personal, all of those things. So is, is that, you know, can maybe allude on that a little bit, maybe go a little bit further with that, because I think there's a really powerful message there. It's not necessarily, okay, there's a bookend 
at the end where, you know, okay, as long as when I get to Mexico on vacation in two months, I'm going to be happy. No, hold on. What about the next two months of living life? It's not going to be happiness is going to found, be found on the podium. It's yourself is going to be discovered on, on the journey. Maybe go on a little bit more about that. Cause I think that you're onto something really beautiful here. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's uh, one reason I, I went into uh, sport or trail running. The physical, the physical accomplishment, uh, taking on a physical task, it's easier because, you know, it's tangible. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm signing up for a running a marathon. What is it? It's 42 kilometer. I need to prepare it in six months. So it's all tangible. What do I need to do to run that, to do that strength training? And along the way, along my journey to get there, this is where the magic happened, the, the growth happened, where you're basically, we're uncovering the layer that are maybe on top of us, of mm-hmm. our you know, whole, wholeness, perfection, or we're, you know, we're already whole and perfect at the start of it. Now, along the way, through our life, we add some layer, a coat or jacket, a hat, or, mm-hmm. you know, through our experiences, start having self-doubt because this, this, uh, this situation happened, as an example. And so this is, a, this is a great opportunity to take on a physical challenge to, to again, uh, get everything you can get and discover and explore, express your full self. Um, now, so it is not, not everyone's are ready to take on a challenge. Not everyone is ready to, because you have to, to make it, you have to create it. Dave, that's a great example. You totally create, you know, from nothing. I will run across Canada. It was not out there. You didn't just sign up, you know, like you created it. So you created the opportunity. Yeah, there was no ultra sign up page for running across Canada. Yeah, I didn't, you know, get drunk one night and accidentally sign up for the, oh man, I signed up for the race. I paid the fees. Now I have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, you don't, you don't have to do it. It's totally a free choice, mm-hmm. right? That's very powerful. Um, I take the example of the military, you know, they, they end up in difficult situation not necessarily by choice in a sense whereas when we do put ourselves in some physical neighbor and we you know we we face challenges uh, i have a great example when i decided to chose to um do an expedition across the island of oahu in hawaii super like crazy only two men did that before that's it and uh we were two women trying to attempt to cross the island on the ridge line and like there's no trail there I, and I don't invite anybody to do that <laughs> it, it was uh, it was uh, scary as hell uh, and so we, I was up there and why am I here you know I may die <laughs> it, it was challenging it was just a cliff on, on, the, on one side and another cliff on the other side uh, the weather is very uh, we're weather dependent if we um, if we start, let's say, um, a section, we can't backtrack. And if it starts raining, we actually, it's almost suicidal <laughs> mm. because it's, 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 it's mud. And so you're climbing mud. When it's dry, it's doable. When it's wet, not doable. But uh, my point is, I was out there, you know, shaking for my life <laughs> and like, why am I doing this? And we, we, we have those great conversations with my partner uh, while we're doing this, you know, yeah, what's the point of doing this? What are we trying to achieve or prove? And so we bailed, we did two failed attempts, but at the third attempt, we succeed. And at the end, there was no podium, nobody. We just, you know, completed, that's it, end up at the end of the island. And we were just dirty, tired, exhausted, dehydrated. We called a friend, hey, can you pick us up in that parking lot? And this guy was a former military. And he said that to us, said, girls, you did something, you didn't have to do it. 
you chose mm. to do it and that's the most powerful thing about it you know you we took our own resp the responsibility to 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 grow basically so not everybody has the courage to take ownership of a project, create an opportunity that is challenging, that is bigger than what they think is possible for themselves to do. That's the one step, <laughs> the first step I like to bring light to people because as soon as you click that, hey, I can actually get anything I want for myself, meaning being happy, being fulfilled, being fully excited in life, get everything, thrive. It's a matter of me. Take responsibility for making this happen. Mm. Own any project you can create. Not like wait or, well, if there's something, a race, I, maybe I will sign up. No, man, just make it happen. Do it. It's your life. Mm. Yeah, and I think that the idea of significance is part of what we're all sort of trying to seek uh, in this, you know, very temporary time that we're here. Uh, and, and you're right, I think that measuring through some of the activities is a good objective way to get there, you know, oh, I did this. And so it's a good technique to sort of train us to figure out how to get to a place that might not be so easy. But after a while of practicing that, we're probably pretty good at continuing that. And I think then later on, it translates, which seems like what you've done is you then want to make that um, you know, a mission to help other people achieve the same so that we can help each other, right? And it, it doesn't have to, everyone doesn't have to struggle to figure it out. Like, well, you know, maybe it took Dave 40 years to figure it out. It might take someone 70 years, it might take someone 20 years. But if you have other people helping you along the way, thinking at least through some of that, you know, because we're all fighting the same battle. I guess we all have significance. We just don't acknowledge it. Sometimes we're looking for some way to objectively quantify that and uh, it's good that in your coaching uh, I'm sure you work on that mindset as much as on the, the physicality of what people are doing yeah the, um, the 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 beauty the power of a coaching conversation or it can be you know another expert where you're not having a conversation just with yourself because you're, like, you're the worst judge for yourself. <laughs> and so having someone else with you know, the knowledge to know how to ask powerful questions to mm -hmm. get you into deep thinking, uh, deep reflection, because like we're all expert of ourselves. So a psychologist or a coach or a mentor won't give you the answer because they don't know you as much as you know you. Now mm -hmm. it's, it's a way, but again, in a, like a conversation where uh, you feel safe and you're actually willing to do the work, it has to come from you, mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, you must want it, but all the answers are within you. Yeah, and I think that, you know, it's, it's you know, maybe 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 you're going to be maybe you are a stronger coach than you are even an ultra marathoner and, and ultimately you've you've found your your calling and your your purpose i think it's you know i think we all look at the younger generation and think okay who who and how can we inspire by doing and and asking and probing those questions that we all do you know but you know you know for you it's it's you know maybe the best um, you know, case in point, when it comes to who you've inspired is not the younger generation, it's the older generation, you know, so can you, can you tell us, our, tell our audience a little bit about, um, you know, there was this gorgeous woman, you and I were running in Quebec, and there was this beautiful, gorgeous woman, uh, who may have may not looked at look like you, uh, but 40 years older. And she was on the side of the road, and she ended up doing some incredible things later on in life. Um, and, 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 you know, I don't know the entire story, but uh, my sense was that she ended up doing these incredibly difficult, big things, mostly because her daughter was out doing difficult, big things. Can you tell our audience a little bit about the story of your, of your mom? Yes. By the way, she says hi. She's oh. like, she, 
my 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 mom followed your whole journey all oh, to the end you know she I'm, I'm, I'm a bigger fan than she's yeah i'm a big fan of hers <laughs> yeah. you know she's a beautiful everybody you know i all for all of our listeners you know we all have these life goals to act and behave and move but also look a certain way when when we're older now she's 80 years old is that right she's 81 she's gonna turn 81. 82 uh, and so I'm, you know, she, look, she looks up, like but... she's 60 years old. It's, it's really, truly incredible. And she moves incredibly well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my mom, uh, well, that, that's fascinating, right? Often we, we want to make a difference in people's around us, our mm -hmm. close friends and family. And here I am talking about health, nutrition, fitness, since I'm 16 <laughs> and only, only like, when I'm 30 something that my mom keeps talking about this uh, path in Spain called uh, Compostela. Mm. Compostela. So it's an 800 kilometer path. Like it's a, a it's a religious uh, path, but people do it, you know, for other spiritual um, uh, objectives or just for the, the trail of it, uh, the, the, the walking or running it. And so she kept looking at, at uh, video conference, newspaper. Um, I think we might have froze. When are you? Oh, there you go. Oh. Yeah, we're, we're back. All right. So during a great conversation with my mom, I asked her, mom, when are you gonna, when are you gonna walk the, the, the Compostelle? Mm -hmm. She's like, well, I can't do that. And she was 73 at that time. So she was, ne she never done sport. She's not into training, you know, nothing like that. And so I said, well, if, you know, you keep talking about it, so the, I said, the, a dream is like a phone without an answering machine. It's going to keep ringing until someone pick it up. Mm. And so I said, your phone is ringing. <laughs> and so uh, she's like, I don't know if I can do that. I said, can you put one foot in front of the other? Like, yes. All right. Well, you know, how do we eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So mm -hmm. don't think about the 800 kilometer. You can walk. Cool. She's like, well, I don't know if my doctor would allow that. I said, okay, fair. Uh, here's the deal. Go, go see your doctor. Ask her full checkup. And if she gives you the green light that you can do something like that, you're going to buy a plane ticket to Spain in a year. And from now we're gonna start training. She's like, okay. Mm. Went to the doctor, got the green light. We bought the plane ticket for Spain because you know the plane ticket is the commitment, right? Mm -hmm. And so she started to train. I told her, you're gonna walk one kilometer a day, and then two kilometer a day. You're gonna walk up and down the stairs at home ten times. And then I even bring a barbell in the basement. Mm. <laughs> mm. And I said, I told her, you'll have to pick up your bag every day. When you pick up something off the ground, what is it? It's a, it's a deadlift. Mm. So mom, you're going to learn how to deadlift today. Mm. It was beautiful. Oh, <laughs> she had a so perfect cool. form. <laughs> yeah. And so build that up a year later, she took the plane and she went to Spain and it was the best thing she ever done in her entire life. Mm. She got back. I picked her up at the uh, airport. She didn't say a word. A word. Well, she says, oh, Alan, I don't know what to say. I'm like, nothing. You don't have to say nothing. <laughs> I get it. Mm. What a beautiful she, she, woman. Yes. So, uh, yeah, she said I, I, she just did something she wanted to do since she was 18 years old. So. It's never too late to pick up the phone. Mm, beautiful. Yeah, I think that that's uh, good advice because, you know, back to it's all our own. It's not whether, you know, you're faster or slower than Dave or any of those kinds of things for that matter or any of us. Uh, the resource we have under our control, we should use it to the best degree we possibly can. Sometimes a little bit of encouragement. It sounds like you gave her a good plan there. Uh, mm -hmm. Together. So you're uh, you're setting out to uh, write a book. Is there a theme in it? 
Uh, yes, I, you, I haven't talked about it publicly yet. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, often people ask me, are you going to write a book? Are you going to write a book? So <laughs> 10 years later, maybe I should write a book. And uh, I've done so much around the race infinitus. Uh, I calculated, you know, my first attempt was in 2016, second attempt, 17. I completed it in 18. In 19, I coached one of my clients who completed the, the 400K Infinitus. The next year after I launched the film, the documentary film Facing Infinitus that I've done <laughs> around the race. Like I'm missing the, the years now. The next year, yes, I had a client that I coached for the 888K. He completed it, he succeeded it. That was amazing. And the, this past May, uh, another client uh, that I coach, and she completed the 400K Infinitus. So I realized, wow, it's been seven years of my life <laughs> devoted to uh, this, this event. Mm -hmm. And so uh, maybe I should, it, it should be like kind of the, the, the skeleton of my book. It's going to be around that, but, you know, this is just going to be the, 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 the excuse to bring concept, ideas, um, tools and tricks, shares, inspiration. So that's the project of the book. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you think, you know, about, you know, so number one, it doesn't sound like you shy away from, from taking on tasks and doing hard things. If it wasn't going to be writing a book, it would probably be, you know, you know, learning how to do orienteering or rock climbing or, 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 you know, learning how to cross country ski or whatever it is, but it's, it's, you know, there, there are these hard things to do, right? What do you find about, you know, because I, and my question, you know, to you is, is maybe a bit of a personal one because you know, I'm starting to write as well too. And who knows, I might get one quarter of the way through and go, yeah, no, this isn't the right time or whatever. But what, what is, what is the hardest thing right now that you're having to kind of get over a hurdle, an obstacle? Um, is it time? Is it, you know, just, you, you, you don't feel inspired, you do, you know, what, what's, what's the thing that's kind of getting in your way right now between you and, and, and sitting down with a pen and paper or a laptop and, and just writing? Uh, I did start like, uh, well, as I mentioned uh, off, off record, I think uh, I always like writing, taking notes. I'm having so many notes <laughs> all the time, <laughs> everywhere, a piece of paper. And I, I run with a voice recording bracelet. So mm -hmm. my best thinking is done when I run. So this is filled with really good stuff. I just have to put it all together. This is not my strength, right? Mm -hmm. uh, like editing. <laughs> um, and so I actually start a few. So my last client, my, the last client who completed the 400 uh, Infinitus, she's amazing. She's, a, she's, a, she's beautiful. She's inspiring in her own way. And she, she wants to get the most out of her own experience. And uh, she asked me many questions. She wrote to me plenty of questions about my Infinitus. And it just got me. It hit me like, oh, my God. I like those questions. It just hit me like I should, <laughs> yeah, I should write a book, not just answer those questions to her, but just put it all in that book. So I kind of said, hey, thank you. You kind of, you know, light up this fire, like, come on, get going with it. Mm -hmm. And so I told her I won't answer now. <laughs> I'm actually going to use her question to feed the, the book writing. Then I sat down a couple of weeks ago to start that. But then last week, another self-coaching moment where I'm having so, I love being very busy with, with projects. And, you know, right now I'm refusing clients in uh, running coaching because I'm studying part-time. So I'm challenged with, uh, with that. Like, why would I take on another challenge at the same time of writing a book? And at the same time, I have another challenge, uh, another project of starting a race. 
And so I just sat down with myself and I kind of had a conversation with my wiser self, <laughs> which can be someone outside of, you know, me, mm -hmm. me wanting to do everything. But I, I kind of reflect on it and yes, it's doable to do four big projects at the same time. Now, that does not mean I want to do these four projects at the mm -hmm. same time. You know, yeah. I want to have a life, you know, I want to just wake up at four in the morning and just write and not have a spend some quality time with my boyfriend. And so, no. Okay. So, and then I, I also kind of acknowledge that, Hey, what was the point also? Is it because I want to prove something again, mm -hmm. <laughs> trying to do too many things at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so I did a couple of things like that, you know, reflection. So the project is started of writing a book, but I'm not putting pressure on myself. I want to for sure complete my uh, study uh, first. So this is going to be the priority. But still, as I mentioned, I like taking notes. So there's constantly like a notepad <laughs> beside me. Oh, this is going to go in the book. This is going to go in the book. This is going to go in the book. So it's an ongoing process. Hmm. It sounds like Dave that we have our, our chasing tomorrow answer of sorts here, huh? <laughs> so yes. yes, we we love to, you know, it's all about this sort of this spirit that we've been talking about for the hour that we've been together here, which is, you know, any of us who set out these big goals for ourselves, it's it's about this chasing tomorrow with the spirit of positivity about what's possible. Um, so other than uh you know, putting it in the universe now that you're going to write a book and uh, do some other things. Anything else maybe you could leave the audience with a piece of advice about how they could, you know, capture that spirit themselves? Yeah, well, my chasing tomorrow, my next step is kind of keep growing and definitely taking more, putting more attention as a as being a professional coach to make a difference in people's life. Uh, it, I realized that while I was, you know, making uh, speeches as an athlete and people are like, this is great what you're saying. Thank you. You know, I'm so inspired. And I was at the end still, yeah, it's great to be inspired, but I want you to take action <laughs> in your own life. And so, <laughs> To me, that's the next step by focusing more on professional coaching where, you know, inviting more people, okay, take action now. You know, it's great to be inspired. It's great to be motivated. Now take on the action. So um, I would say to people, of course, but this is from my perspective as I am from the get-go, just a big dreamer. Mm. You know, I believe everything is possible. And sometimes it, it was almost, it felt, it feels almost like a curse. You know, younger, like, no, I became, you know, the, the lead singer of an opera. I had never background in that. You know, I crossed the Pyrenees alone at 23 without never done that before. Uh, so many things, you know, I've done it without necessarily having a model or someone or something to drive me towards that was more like out of within basically what if you know what else is there what else is out there and you know when I started let's say obstacle course racing I just planned like a whole season of 26 races around the the, the continent even and my friends like how are you going to do that and the money like I don't know but I just figured that out and I just, you know, sat down with a piece of paper and create all this and it all happened. I'm like, again, hmm. every time, you know, I put my, I create, I, I want something doesn't mean it's going to be easy on the contrary. And I'm going to face obstacle. I'm going to fail. We, we never always enough hear the failure of people. We should more because they are why we're growing and why we're, actually succeeding you know we're gonna we're, we're failing our way to success mm, absolutely but so we have to well not we have to i encourage that because for me every time i hey what's the next take on a challenge come on have you have you done something challenging today 
It can be physically, but it can be just, hey, you know that person you've been avoiding having that conversation with? Come on, pick up the phone because you never know what's going to happen. That person may die tomorrow and you would be so ashamed if like, man, I missed my opportunity to connect uh, with that person, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and you know, Helena, you... You know, see, I entered this conversation, you know, saying I was so excited about this. Now our audience knows exactly why I was excited, because they just got to spend an hour with you and saw maybe even a portion of what I saw at the very beginning. And, and um, you know, I want to thank you for being on the Chasing Tomorrow podcast and being being brave, you know, being a conduit in people's lives and a real leader and truly an inspiration for others and and how to to, to leap forward, how to lean forward into doing difficult things. You know, thanks for so much for being on the podcast today and, and we'll chat soon. Okay. Thank thanks you for you, for your authenticity uh, out there. We appreciate yeah, thank you. Good to meet you. See ya.